Hello and welcome to The Daily Poem. I'm Heidi White and today is Monday, August 9th. And today I'm going to read for you a poem by American poet William Carlos Williams. He was born in 1883 and he lived until 1963. Uh, in addition to being a poet, he was also a physician. Uh, and this aspect of his life greatly influenced his poetry. Uh, I think for a couple of reasons. One is that because of his medical training, uh, he had just had this precision with language and description uh, that seems to spring from his great knowledge of the human body and the natural world that he gained through his training as a physician and also this honed in ability with language to be very, very precise. Uh, and also, as he said about himself, uh, he as a physician, he witnessed great amount of human suffering and that had a big impact on him as a poet. Uh, so today's poem is called A Coronal and this is how it goes. New books of poetry will be written. New books and unheard of manuscripts will come wrapped in brown paper and many and many a time the postman will bow and sidle down the leaf plastered steps thumbing over other men's business. But we ran ahead of it all one coming after could have seen her footprints in the wet and followed us among the stark chestnuts. Anemones sprang where she pressed and cresses stood green in the slender source and new books of poetry will be written, leather colored oak leaves, many and many a time. I really like this poem uh, because I find it quite puzzling and surprising, and I'm going to comment on that. So I wanted to share the poem with you with maybe some remarks and some, uh, you know, ideas for you to go into the mystery of this poem uh, and let it do some work on you as it keeps doing in me. Uh, first of all, the opening stanza describes books of poetry, many books and manuscripts of poetry being delivered in uh, wrapped in brown paper. And many poems have been written and will be written. There's this abundance of books of poetry, uh, this feeling of abundance that we get from this first stanza. Uh, and yet the poet seems to draw a contrast between that abundance of poetry and an experience of love. And the contrast comes with the word but, which begins the second stanza. But we ran ahead of it all. And this implies, I think, an escape from something like the tyranny of these incoming manuscripts of poetry. Uh, and I just find that quite surprising in a poem to describe poetry as something to be escaped from. Like, that's just kind of fascinating to me. Uh, the flight also with this young woman is almost mythological in quality. Um, it has these echoes of, of these nymphs kind of running away, right? Um, the first mythological figure I thought of was Daphne, this beautiful nymph running away from Apollo's amorous pursuit, right? And she's turned into a tree. Um, also Persephone, who's described in mythology uh, as this like lovely dancing maiden, goddess maiden, uh, and flowers spring to life under her dancing feet. And there's a clear allusion to that in the poem. Uh, and so there's this idea of this movement from civilization into the wild, but civilization is a world of poetry. And again, I find that quite surprising. Uh, there's this mysterious blank space that's left by this contrast. We're not told why poetry is 
something to be escaped from that the poem leaves that a question mark that is quite mysterious and provocative, I think, as a poet and a lover of poetry, um, this poet implying escape from poetry. There's lots left unsaid there. Um, but where he escapes to it with this young woman, um, again, there's this contrast between poetry and love and their experience of love is in this like hidden wild place, a place full of life and vigor. Um, and then the poem turns again uh, in the third stanza after describing how his beloved, uh, how where she trods an enemy spring up under her feet. Then he says this, and new books of poetry will be written leather colored oak leaves many and many a time. So there's another term uh, and this, this turn seems more positive. It seems this positive generative vision of poetry, a real link between his experience of love uh, and the writing of new poems. This is a, of course, a more traditional idea of poetry as an expression or embodiment of the experience of love. Uh, and so there are a couple of different terms and we're left as readers to kind of puzzle through that and to wonder about that and to, to think about that in our own, our own lives and minds. Um, and now to the title, a coronal, uh, which is a circlet or a crown. And so we're left with this title that seems very disconnected from the poem um, and yet not, right? Because again, if I'm right and there's this mythological quality to the flight from poetry into poetry, uh, then it, it kind of makes sense. Um, again, Daphne uh, was the nymph who was changed into a laurel tree and then her the leaves from from her tree were used then as crowns from that time forth. That's why there is such a thing as a laurel crown. Um, in the myth, Apollo is so moved by Daphne's commitment to her virginity that she's willing to be turned into a transformed into a tree that he uses the, the leaves from her tree to crown. And yet Laurel isn't referred to directly in the poem at all. Oak leaves are and uh, chestnut leaves. And so, again, we're left with this kind of question mark, right? Is it really a mythological allusion to Daphne or am I reading too much into it? The poem doesn't. Um, mention laurel trees at all. Um, and so again, we're, uh, we're left with the question mark. What is the crown? Is the poem a crown of love um, or is love uh, itself the crown and poetry is unnecessary, right? The, the poem just raises these questions about the nature of poetry and its connection to love um, with its many turns. Uh, and so again, I'm, I'm left with more questions than answers. Um, and that's the great work of poetry, right? That's the work that this poem is doing in me and I'm kind of offering it to you then. Um, so here it is one more time, A Coronal by William Carlos Williams. New books of poetry will be written. New books and unheard of manuscripts will come wrapped in brown paper. And many and many a time the postman will bow and sidled down the leaf-plastered steps, thumbing over other men's business. But we ran ahead of it all. One coming after could have seen her footprints in the wet and followed us among the stark chestnuts. Anemones sprang where she pressed, and cresses stood green in the slender source. And new books of poetry will be written, leather-colored oak leaves, many and many a time. This has been The Daily Poem, produced by Goldberry Studios and post-production by Logan Green. 
I'm Heidi White. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow with another poem.